Hi. Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we chat with Oak Bluff's own Tyler Mislacha, one of the best triathletes in the world. Just won silver at a big race in Mexico. He's in Montreal gearing up for his next race and preparing for the Olympics in 2024. We'll talk about all that and more on the podcast. As we turn our attention to triathlon. Yes. Because Tyler Mislachuk captured his third straight podium at the World Triathlon Cup in Huatulco, Mexico, after sprinting to a silver medal Sunday morning. He's a two-time Olympian from Oak Bluff who raced at the front of the pack throughout all three disciplines, finishing the course in a time of 53 minutes and 48 seconds. Just a fraction behind a Spaniard who beat him in a sprint to the finish. Mislachuk is one of the best triathletes in the world, and I caught up with him earlier today. Started by asking him where in the world he was checking in from. Uh, calling you from Montreal, actually, back in Canada, because uh, I have a race in about three days here, uh, Sprint World Championships in uh, Montreal this weekend. So you don't get much time to recover then after your most recent race, or is that just how it is being a triathlete? Uh, it is and it isn't. Sometimes you, you have them pretty close together, uh, but with how we train, we train so so much, so much every day that it's not a crazy uh, like time to recover. It's more the travel, you know, you just you get a bit banged up more from traveling than you do from actually training and racing sometimes. So when you finish the race in Mexico, then how much time do you have to recover on the ground before you got to hop in a plane again? Uh, I had about no well, less than 24 hours. So, uh, our bodies are actually just so used to training that even after the race, I went for a ride that like, which seems like counterintuitive to recovering, but, uh, because we're so used to training so certain sports, especially running, I mean, cycling and swimming are, kind of help do that because they're non-weight-bearing. So uh, it's a fine balance this week between doing too much and doing not enough. Well, so the the day of the triathlon or the next day you got back on the bike? Uh, no, the day of the triathlon. I did a 90-minute ride that the same day to, uh, to kind of keep the body going. Well, those who don't do triathlons would say that's insane, but I guess that's part of keeping the body finely tuned. Yeah, it's, again, like it's a, a fine balance between doing too much and not enough, you know, with, with sickness, injury, recovering and all that. So uh, I knew I was going to be doing anything with a full day of travel from Mexico to Montreal. And, you know, pretty, this week's pretty light. You just uh, kind of keep the body turning over. If you don't do anything, you go from doing, you know, 30 hours a week to do nothing. Your body kind of uh, goes to sleep in a sense. It kind of, okay, it's time to rest and recover. It might even think it's time to, you know, go into off-season mode type of thing. So you get a silver medal Sunday morning down in Mexico. Are you satisfied with your performance? Uh, satisfied, definitely. I, uh, you know, as pretty much everyone everyone has the last three years is uh, being cooped up in their house a bit more with wearing masks and all that. That your body's not as uh, built up immune system wise. So I actually got my first cold, not COVID, but cold in uh, almost three years, about two or three weeks before the race. So. Uh, I wasn't even sure if I was actually going to go up until, uh, you know, 10 days before. So considering all that, I'm, uh, I'm pretty stoked. And, uh, I've raced that race, uh, three times now. That's my third time. And, uh, I, w- I won both, pre- both previous times. So there's a bit of pressure coming in me to win it. And, uh, I thought I had it until, uh, the final 50 meters. So it's great. You can race for an hour and lose the race by, you know, half a second. Yeah. You, 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 <laughs> 
it's kind of staggering. 53-47 for the winner. You were 53-48 after a 750-meter swim, 20K bike, and 5K run. You you come so close to winning, and again, you've won this race twice before. You said you're satisfied, but is there just a little bit of you that's like, ah, dang, I wish I won? Oh, totally. I mean, that's uh, that's that's human nature in life. You, you you we're always happy. You know, you're happy with what you have, but you always want more. That's in and out of sport. And yeah, no, definitely. I uh, I got caught a bit off guard. You know, coming in, uh, I was battling a, a three way sprint between uh, a Spaniard and a Brazilian, and uh, and I and I thought I had him, and he uh, got me on the inside. And by the time he came around, it was uh, I didn't have any legs left, and it was kind of one of those moments where it was like. Well, I did everything I could, but I guess it wasn't enough today. What were the conditions like? Obviously, racing in Mexico, I'm sure, is fairly hot. Well, I'm not sure if it was hot as it was for the Manitoba Marathon this past weekend, but what were the conditions like? Uh, it was, I think with the humidity, it was like, feels like 31, 32 degrees. So, you know, it's, it's, it's never, for Mexico, that's a cool day, but um it's no it's it's never it's never cool there the water the ocean temp was 30 degrees celsius which is pretty crazy like if you go to a local pool like a pan on pool they kind of keep it at 24 25 26 degrees celsius so kind of puts it into uh perspective of you know how how hot the ocean is there uh which you know it's why so many people go on the holiday as well now, in the press release we got about your performance you called uh, this the most chill race you do on the world cup explain what you mean by that uh, definitely not the race itself. I think most, a lot of people at the, the finish line are pretty cooked from the heat, but, um, definitely, definitely race me. Cotolco, Mexico, it's a, it's a town of only about 40,000 people. And, uh, it's obviously got a little bit of a tourist scene as, as most places do along the beach, but it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's as touristy as a lot of, uh, other big, uh, Mexican destinations. So, uh, it's kind of a quiet scene. You got a nice beach and, uh, the community really rallies around this travel and this travel has been going on there for a while now. And, um, yeah, it's, the, it, it is so friendly, you know, and the, the culture there in general, just quite open and, you know, open, open arms. So it's really nice to show up there and basically almost feel like, you know, you're still training, but feel like you're on a, a small vacation away from reality. How does it feel to be racing regularly again after the last few years? Oh, so, so, so good. And, now, that's why when I got a bit of a head cold before there, I thought, you know, if I'm if I'm better by the time I'm supposed to leave, then why wouldn't I race? I, I haven't had that many opportunities in the last few years with COVID and then uh, tearing my Achilles last year uh, to race. And so for me now, like, uh, you know, I have well, Sprint World Championships this weekend, but uh, I've got a lot of races on the next year or two, which is good for me. You know, I, my, my plan or commitment is to go to Paris Olympics and, try to finish the job that I didn't finish this year to get a medal. So uh, for me, between then and now, like just being able to race, travel again, it's, it's pretty special. And uh, I, I always knew what I was doing. I was lucky, but uh, nothing like COVID to take that away from you to kind of understand how, again, how lucky you are. When did you tear your Achilles? Um, I found out I tore it after the Olympics. So I, I've only had two injuries now. And unfortunately both of uh come at the Olympics. So, uh, bad timing, like, like we talked about earlier, uh, here is that again, it's such a fine line in, in sport between, uh, being the best and being injured or being the best and being sick. So, uh, yeah, I had to take off, uh, almost three, three, four months of running. And, uh, even now I'm, uh, I'm back to back to full running, but I, I still use a, tre- a special treadmill, which actually kind of takes weight, weight off you. You go into this, uh, 
kind of saran wrap bubble and you bump a bunch of air into there and you can reduce your body weight to down to 20%, kind of feel like an astronaut in there. And so it takes a bit of pressure off the body sometimes if you want to get a bit of extra training in. So you, you tore it at the games or after the games? Uh, at the games, yes. Okay. So that, yeah, <laughs> that's great timing. Yeah, of course. Uh, again, like I had a bit of a sore Achilles before, but uh, race intensity is always a little bit harder than anything you do in training. And so uh, it being aggravated, uh, I don't know when it happened, but it hurt, it hurt, it hurt most of the run quite a bit. And yeah, I knew, I knew it wasn't right after the race because you have so much adrenaline doing these races and so much excitement that if you're feeling a bit of pain somewhere, it's probably a lot more than just a little bit. Cause as soon as you finish, kind of you come back to reality and it's like, it wears off and you're like, Oh yeah, that's uh that's a little bit more than just a little sore, you know? Have you rewatched your Olympic race? Um, I've rewatched part of it. Uh, the only part I rewatched was uh, part of the run because I just wanted to see how it uh, how it was affecting my my run visually. But the race for me is was such a disappointment. I haven't rewatched uh, the rest of the race. Um, you know, a lot of times I won't watch. Uh, I'll, I'll watch my racing back for almost like a film, like a game tape. You know, same way a football player, hockey player will watch. You know, if I'm going to race Montreal, I'll go back and watch. You know, the last few years of Montreal or myself racing there to kind of study but uh there's no more races in tokyo and with the disappointment of that race uh i haven't gotten around to watching it you think you're gonna no I, I i can't see myself uh you know maybe in 20 years from now but uh for me there's there's not much to bring from that race just because of how how it played out and i kind of did everything right i could have i, I made the front swim group i rode near the front i did everything i could and you know physically we have these bike computers you know that we can see what kind of what power and what effort we're doing like everything else in the race was uh going the right direction and it kind of showed that i did everything right but uh obviously not everything down to the t if you you carry your achilles um so i did everything with, uh, that i thought was in my control so there's not, not much to gain from watching anymore since the olympic was delayed you only have now two years left before paris 2024 is everything you do now between now and then with the singular goal of getting there and performing well? Uh, I'd say pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Olympic qualification. Now we're, we normally you get a year off before you have to start collecting points. And we're actually, we're two races in. So Tokyo was the second race. There was a, a race before in England and we're now in the thick of things of, of qualifying. So uh, my, my plan will be to, you know, race, like I said, a little bit more this year. Uh, and collect some points and take my pressure off as I go into Olympics. I don't have to race as much and I can focus on, uh, bringing a medal. Hey, I love, I love racing. I love trying to become a, a world champion, uh, a world cup champion, but what keeps me hungry in the sport is, uh, winning Olympic medal. So a lot of those decisions, uh, and their nice bonuses along the way are, are towards that. When was the last time you got home to Manitoba? Uh, it's been about four or five months. I left in uh, January. I've been on the road for quite a bit here. Um, I haven't spent much time in Canada either. I'm, I'm happy to be back in Montreal and spend some time uh, back at home this summer. But uh, thankfully, my parents are coming out to watch the race this weekend. So it's uh, pretty nice to be able to see them for the first time in a while. Well, I, I imagine you spent more time at home than you thought you were going to for a, a year or two there. So maybe <laughs> do you miss it or not? No, of course. Yeah, I, I was... That was honestly one of the thankful things of uh, of COVID. I, I love being back at home. 
uh, you know, Manitoba is a special place in my heart and I've got so much family and friends on top of that. So that was one of the blessings of, uh, of COVID and my injury is that I, I did get to spend a lot of time at home more than I, I normally would. Um, but again, it, it's kind of now I've been doing this for so long that you kind of get used to being on the road. It doesn't mean you doesn't, you don't miss home. You just kind of get used to missing home. So, uh, it's just a bit of a different lifestyle now. Well, Tyler, appreciate your time tonight. Thanks for this and uh, best of luck, not only in Montreal, but uh, the rest of the season here. Thank you, Christian. I appreciate it. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre and post game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. Come on and thanks for all the fish. So sad that they should come to this. We try to warn you all the